Hello and welcome to this live event for the very first time on YouTube. I know you're used to seeing us inside the admin bar community, uh, but for today we are going to try this on YouTube. So hopefully the YouTube gods are on our side today. Uh, if you would, go ahead and hit the like button on this video, hit the subscribe button. If you're not subscribed, that helps uh, the algorithm quite a bit too. And we could use a little bit of extra mojo inside of YouTube. So if you're new to the admin bar and you found us through this live stream, then I just want to say welcome. And I want to invite you to our uh, nearly 5,000 member community on Facebook. You can get a link to that down in the description. We were recently just voted the number one uh, WordPress community. So uh, we would love to have you there uh, and join in on those conversations. Now, today we are going to be talking to Christina Romero from w WP Care Market about how we can grow our recurring revenue, uh, specifically through care plans and taking on uh, clients where we didn't actually build their website. And if you ask me, Christina is the number one source for care plan training care plan training on the planet. So I know uh, we're, we're super lucky to have her and I'm really grateful we're going to get to learn lots of good things here today. So uh, welcome, Christina. It's great to have you. Thank you. I love that you said I was number one on this planet. I'm yeah, really curious planet. to know my competition. I just can't verify. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's very good. Hi, Kyle. It's so good to be here. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, why don't we start off? Why don't you tell everybody a little bit about yourself uh, before we dive into it head first? Sure. Uh, Christina Romero, I'm the founder of WP Care Market, where we supply a lot of care plan training for web professionals to establish care plans in their business and also have better client relationships. So it's not just care plans, it's really like positive com uh, client relationships. I started out as a web agency owner for 11 years before I sold that agency in 2020, right when the pandemic hit. So it was actually good timing. And uh, been running WP Care Market ever since. I'm currently in Phoenix, Arizona, nice and 72 degrees outside and I'm happy to be on the call. Yeah, you got me beat today. We actually have a cold snap. We had a fire going in our fireplace yesterday and for, oh. for Texas, that's, that's pretty extreme. We were freezing all day, so <laughs> <laughs> I'm jealous of Arizona today. I know, that's the only time when people get to be jealous of us, so no <laughs> we'll doubt. take it. Well, uh, over the holiday break, I took your your latest course, and I will say going into it, I was a little bit apprehensive because I don't do a lot of coldy outreach type stuff. feels a little bit awkward to me, and I've also been really nervous to take on care plans for projects I didn't build. I think, you know, WordPress, WordPress is such a huge ecosystem. I'm scared of the way other people build websites. I came into... WordPress through one lane, and that's the lane I've kind of stayed in, and I know those tools, but when we venture out into other things, it makes me nervous, but what I was really surprised uh, going through the course gave me so much confidence that like, if you put processes in place, and if you have all these things in line, it's really not that scary to do, and it seems completely doable, so uh, I'm really excited to share this message with the community, because I think there's a lot of people here, like me, that are limited to how they can grow their recurring revenue by how many websites they can build in a year, and yeah. Uh, that's that's a slow burn for sure. So if you really <laughs> want to take advantage of, of growing that recurring revenue, I think this is inevitable. Uh, so I'm excited mm -hmm. to share this with uh, with everybody. And I know you've put together a presentation today. So I'm just going to turn it over to you. Uh, you have the floor to share your screen and I'll interrupt you uh, as minimally as I can. Thank you. I did put a presentation together today. You were like, you have slides? I said, yes, I have slides. In fact, the other day, my son won an award at school for putting together a Google slide deck. And I was like, that's my son. I, yep. It's, it's uh, passed down now. Um, <laughs> um, all right. So let's see. I'll, I'll try to share my screen. I think once I share my screen, I'm going to lose uh, seeing you, but 
Um, That's not a real big loss. <laughs> All right, let's see. This works. Got that? Is it visible? I believe so. Okay. I think we're all good. I'm, I'm still new to all this YouTube stuff. So <laughs> I know. I'm I haven't thinking... seen anybody screaming in the comments. We've screwed up. So yeah, after uh, like 20 seconds, maybe we'll know. Uh, so yeah. I started off the WP Care Market training, really focusing on defining what the care plan pro product looked like. I wanted to normalize that conversation. So the first thing I really saw that we had to tackle in our community was we weren't having the same conversation around what the care plan actually was and pricing for that, um, along with like processes and automation and stuff like that. So I never really focused on sales or at least outbound sales um, initially with the care plan training courses that I did. This has always been, if I get feedback, it's like, well, how do I reach out for cold leads or how do I do this? And through coaching calls over the past couple of years, I would, you know, do little techniques and share a little stuff. I never actually sat down and made like a full course about it. So I did, it's called outreach and conversion, and it goes over four different standard operating procedures. Um, but that's not really what I'm going to talk about today. I'm going to talk about like actual value stuff. So if you hang in there, we're going to learn something. Um, I'm just going to talk about you, but just so people know how this is different from what I've done before, this is focusing a little bit more on that proactive sales conversation rather than um, waiting for certain people to come to you. Uh, let's see if this works. Yes, it's working. All right. So the first thing is, why don't we outreach? I'll, I'll, I'll pause you one second okay. here because the screen I'm seeing is your uh, your WP Care Market like sales page. So oh. I don't think I'm seeing your slides here. Let's see here. I am seeing your screen, but now I just saw your mouse move. I just don't think okay, I'm seeing so the I'm same thing. Stop you're that and try with the keynote. Now I see it. Okay. Now do you see that? Yep. You're good now. Whew. Okay. All right. This, I liked your email Tim, this morning. I was like, hang with us. We have technical problems. <laughs> All right. So I'll go back to the pretty uh, logo of my outreach. And so I really went 80s with this theme. I'm feeling like 80s is the vibe right now. Like lots of bright colors. I was trying to find some 80s music. Um, so if you see, that's my inspiration. All right. Uh, so yeah, the slide now you can see. Why don't we outreach? You see that? Got it. Okay, cool. Got it. Uh, the first, I think the major, like for me, I don't know about you, Kyle, but for me, it's, I don't like hearing no. <laughs> so the whole thing about being a web pro and like warming our leads to like educate them and send the proposals, we like want them to say yes. So when we, I reached a whole bunch of people for different things to either seek referrals or cold contacts, um, we're more likely to hear the word no and no doesn't feel good. We didn't like no when we were toddlers and we don't like no as adults. So yeah, I think about the people that have to like go door to door, knocking on doors and hearing no yes. all day. And that sounds just terrible. So yes. yes, I'm with you on that. Exactly. So why, uh, so we don't like to hear no. It's, it's one of the reasons we don't do it. And also there's no assurance of work versus reward. Um, outreach does not work ever. If you, um, just spam people and you don't have any kind of work put into it to qualify who you're reaching out to. So you do have to put in work and you will see some reward from that, but there's no assurance of it. So you could spend a good half day looking up websites and seeing if they need your help and where their website is, if it's been updated and blast all these people and then like never hear back. So we don't, um, often do it cause we don't want to take that time to really research the last one. And I think we'll talk a little bit at this 
at the end of these slides here is we don't have a reason for why me. So we're outreaching and we um, don't really know why they should go with us uh, versus anybody else who's uh, emailing them. Uh, what's that connection? Why should they even um, email you back? So actually getting down to why you're emailing them, why you, where's the connection is often what will be that roadblock for us. Um, so it's something to think about. I'm going to tease out a little bit right here. It's not, uh, I think what you'll like when Christina gets to this later in the presentation, is it's not like an existential why me type question. Like you need to find your inner purpose. There's some really practical ways you can go into the conversation of why you're the right person to help them out. So uh, stay tuned for that one. Sure. If we did the existential why me, we'd be here for a, like a whole retreat and like a weekend. So anyway, <laughs> um, there's three particular ways you can, uh, kind of proactively go out and get more care plan clients. The fourth SOP in the course that I have is really about raising prices. So not necessarily outbound, um, you know, outreach proactively. But the three ways we can talk about a little bit here is the first one, this is to me, the highest conversion is to ask your past clients to come on board for care plans. And surprisingly, I've talked to so many people who still haven't done that. <laughs> So there's still a lot of people you've worked with in the past who maybe aren't familiar with the care plans that you have. And that's, an, that's the highest conversion rate. Do that right. And you'll immediately get new care plans. The second is just as good, a little, maybe less conversion rate is just ask our clients for referrals. So the standard operating procedure I have is basically outreaching to your clients in a way that is natural, authentic, kind, uh, and encouraging them to send you referrals and being very relationship-based with that. And then using a process through that with emails and different tools to get those referrals warm to potentially be a care plan client. Um, that also is a really good conversion rate when done right. If you have good clients who, who know some good colleagues, the third way, which we're kind of, kind of focus on today is the old uh, find potential leads and do cold outreach, <laughs> which does result in like less of a conversion rate. It, it is the hardest. And it's also the more, the most time consuming when you see how long it takes from someone you cold outreach to, to becoming a care plan client is usually the longest um, journey there because um, I've, I've seen so many times, Kyle, I don't know about you, but lots of Facebook posts with like, well, I sent out the emails and I didn't hear anything back. And I mean, it's a process. It is, it is a process. And if you're going to go down that road, you have to know that this is something where they're going to, you're going to nurture them along the way. And it takes time, but for people who have a hard time getting clients and they're just starting out, or even they just need to increase their care plans for a lot of different reasons, this is what they're going to have to do. So uh, yeah, you put it, in the it'd work. be great if it was, you send out an email, then you get a care plan, but it's yeah. e even in the best scenario, it's probably not going to happen that way. So you have to look at like, not only are you going to get a lot of no's along the way, but even the, the, the maybes you get or the open doors you get, yes. those are going to take a long process before you probably get to the end of the road too. Right. Exactly. And if you, let's say you have a care plan for $99, let's just say, and you charge $500 for a website evaluation for that care plan and care plan clients typically stay at least two years. I mean, that's three grand. So if you look at it that way and you go, okay, this email sequence, this time, this effort, we'll, we'll, I will get three grand out of this. Maybe you put a little bit more effort into it to, to hang in there and keep trying to nurture them. And then eventually maybe they stay on for longer and they redesign. You've got a lot out of that. So that's one way to, to look at it.
And I think that's probably a, a good note about cold outreach in general. Like it's so easy to get really discouraged really fast, you know? So yeah. even no matter what kind of cold outreach you're doing, you got to keep that long game in mind. And I've had a lot of people ask me about ads, running ads for care plans. And it's just too low of a price um, conversion to pay to, to justify paying for ads for the cost per click. And then coming through, like when you do it for... SEO audits, cause you're going to get a full website redesign. It can totally be worth it when it's like a 10 grand, you know, project that you can be doing right away. Um, ads are for care plans are a little tough because of that, because of that cost per click and in, in converting the amount of people you get through the funnel. But there are a lot of people who are those, you know, big maintenance workshop type of agencies, and they've got the capital to do something like that, but you want to convert them to a higher priced a product at that point, you want to convert them to like a website evaluation for like $500 to try and uh, subsidize that ad revenue. That takes like a big chunk. Um, yeah. So anyway, I'm, just I don't think most of us are in that position. No, and most of us are not. And so it's really this, it's really this sequence that I'm going to talk about right here that we're, we're looking at as web agency owners and um, freelancers and de developers and designers. So this is the process that we're looking at when we try to get someone from a cold lead to a care plan client. Uh, I, this is how I classify them. I think this is a good way to think about it. I'm gonna break down each step here that we're looking at. So we wrap our head around the whole process. Um, there's potential leads and potential leads are not cold leads. And what I mean by that is I recently did a huge cold outreach for a side project that I have that's a book that I'm getting into churches, okay? So I looked up in Phoenix area, 38 churches. Um, this particular denomination, right? And they're, they're a potential lead at that point because I have to go into the website. I have to see if they could utilize what I'm selling, if they actually need it. And, and they're kind of structured in a way that they would um, be responsive to it, right? Find on the about page, the person I need outreach to, find their email, like all of that. It took me Took me about half a day to, to really go through that. And I, the 38 got down to 20. Now those 20 are my cold leads. So that gives you an idea. Um, from cold leads, we want to make them into warm leads, warm leads into potential clients, potential clients into a client, and then a client into a care plan client. So let me break down how these, these, these kind of happen. Just like I said here, research. You need to do the research to kind of get down to the cold leads um, they don't know you. There's nobody who's referred you to them to kind of break the ice a little bit and make them a warm lead. And, um, and that takes time. So like this takes time. And sometimes you feel like it's not worth the time, but if you have a VA, you could get the VA to do a lot of this work. Uh, from cold lead to a warm lead is engagement. They've engaged in some way. They've um, click, they've replied to your email, they've clicked to download one of the lead magnets that you've given them. Um, they have set up a call time with you. Any type of engagement takes them from a cold lead to a warm lead. At that point, they recognize that you exist. <laughs> so it's like win. Uh, that, that's the hardest part right there for cold outreach. We want to make them into a warm lead. And when you send out some like emails and stuff, it's like, you know, you might just get people not even opening the email. So you want that engagement from warm lead to potential client is when you've actually pitched them something. They're in a position to make a decision. Um, so that is part of the email sequence. You can't pitch them right away. 
that's what a lot of people do wrong. <laughs> you need to outreach to them in a way in which you get engagement and warm them. And then once they're warm, you want to pitch them. Once they've been um, in a position where they have to accept something, check out, accept, accept a quote, whatever it is, um, they can then convert to a client when they make that payment. Now, I know there's a lot of people that do a lot of free stuff, outreach, free SEO audits, um, free this, free that. If they're not paying for anything, I don't consider them a client yet. So they're still a potential client when you still do some of that free stuff with them and engage with them. It's not until they pay or they are client. Now they don't need to pay for something big. They could have paid for website evaluation. They could have paid for um, a, anything like a, I don't know, an ebook for $25. I don't know, like just some kind of thing where they took out their credit card and they actually trusted you enough to make a payment. Um, that that's where you are. Now, once they're a client, they have to become a care plan client and that takes an actual subscription. So they're subscribing to your care plans. That's what we're looking at. It's a long um, process from one to the other, but each stage has a very clear indicator of moving from one to the next. And so you can't think that they're going to go from a cold lead to a care plan client. You can't think like that. There's all these little nuanced steps along the way to, to get them there. And I imagine you have some drop off, you know, in every step of that process, right? Mm -hmm. uh, you know, you mentioned you can't pitch to them right away. Like my inbox is full of emails where people in the first outreach are trying to get me to spend money with them. So obviously that's, that's a, a one where it's definitely definitely a no-go here, but, um, so, I, yeah. but still, I imagine at, at every step along the way, you're, you're it's going to be natural for you to lose some of those people at, at right. different points of that process. Yeah, exactly. And there's some that are worth, um, reaching back out to, um, in a way, cause you saw they opened it and they clicked, but they never replied things like that. Um, but I'm the same way, Kyle, <laughs> we both have these cold emails in our inboxes. And I, I think that's where I've learned, most of what I've learned is how others are doing it and why I opened that email, why I replied to them and why I didn't. Um, if it's from a generic email blast kind of thing and it's not personalized, I just delete it. I mean, why like you didn't even take the time to, to really see who I am or personalize it. I, I don't care. Um, and the ones that personalize it, sometimes they'll be like, especially to my old agency email, I'd be like, did you even go to the website and see that the agency was like bought out? And like, <laughs> didn't even like register, you know, it's like different things like that. Right. And just, yeah, I, I think there's a difference between like, uh, cold leads and frozen leads too. Right. <laughs> so at least, at least with what you're talking about here, we're talking about people you're going out, finding, doing some research, looking for the contact, like there's some steps involved. You're, you're putting in some work to learn a little bit about this person before you even reach out to them, where yeah. as a lot of the, the cold outreach things that I get in my inbox. I feel like they bought a list somewhere and then just spammed everybody. You know, right. so I don't think that's ever going to be really that beneficial, especially in something like a care plan where you need to build a relationship with somebody. That's probably a, the wrong foot to start out with. It's exactly right. And I think that's what I try to clear the air when I talk about this course that I'm selling is like, I can't do that. That's not me. I am not the sleazy salesy kind of person. I like to be very genuine, very honest with people really try to help them. And that's the angle I go for when I teach anyone how to do this. And again, you learn from others doing it to you, what, what works. Um, I was telling, you know, Kyle, this story and our biggest outreach during the agency days was we had a couple of Miss USA pageants 
and it kind of dawned on me one day, I'm like, there's 50 of them. So, <laughs> uh, so let's see if we can do this. And we did a whole air table of the site and who the pageant director was, their email, the, uh, you know, way we looked up WordPress, what version it was on, if it really needed a redesign, all those different things to really qualify who we wanted to outreach to and narrowed it down and outreached. And we got one, <laughs> we got one and, and they, it's, and they're good and they were a great client, but you know, it's, that's kind of the nature of it, of, um, the, the outreach portion of that when it's cold is just, you're hitting people at a time where they, they may not need you and you, they're not going to explain why. And then you may hit people where they do need you. And that's also why I do think people should always have some sort of way to keep nurturing them, which we talk about in the course to keep nurturing them when they're just maybe not ready. Um, so, I can see yeah. like two points in your agency too, where this is a lot more applicable. So when you're just starting out, we have a lot of people inside the community that are, are in their first year of doing this. And they're like, how do I find clients? I need clients. I want to leave my job or I just left my job and I got to have clients right away. Well, this is going to be something you probably got to get out and do. Uh, now, most of us graduate from like, I have to go do that to I'm getting referrals and works coming in and we start to feel a little bit more comfy. Um, but at some point you want to start scaling your agency and getting uh, bigger and better clients and all that. And so you're back to kind of this outreach phase. So I think it's, it's kind of something that probably comes in and out of your agency at different points. That is exactly what I've seen. Exactly. The people who are just starting out and then people who have been in it for a while now, they know the care plans are really working well for them. They kind of have this whole system going that projects are going well and they go, Hey, I have some time. I might as well go out and, and build it up this way. That's exactly what I've seen. So these next couple of slides are just uh, tips uh, pulled from the, the course a little bit. Uh, I really think personalization is important if you really want to convert. So really start reaching out in, in chunks and phases, like with 10. Think local. That is a great connection when you are um, a fellow local business. That's a good thing. Um, I tell this story. I don't know if I, yeah, I think I tell this story in one of the videos about, you know, going in person, going in person to meetups or farmers markets or wherever to go in person and try to find um, a more personalized connection. If I had, if I really wanted to get the rest of the uh, Miss USA pageants, I would have probably gone with one of the state directors to the Miss USA pageant. Um, and cause we were friends. And so I could have gone with her and then I would have in person met all the state directors and, and had that connection and then emailed them after that, my conversion rate would have been much higher if I had done something like that. So that truly was where I wanted to grow the agency and kind of take it over and then, and then spread to the Miss Universe, to the countries, you know, like I could have taken over the world, just like Kyle said, I would have been at that point, the biggest on the planet um, <laughs> and the Miss Universe. And, and all other planets. <laughs> and all other planets. So anyway, I wonder at some point if Miss Universe is ever going to be challenged by some other alien planets and saying, you're not Miss Universe. I'm pretty <laughs> sure if there's, if there's life out there, it's got to be better than what's on planet Earth. So I think we don't stand a chance at that point. That's, that's why they've stayed away. Right. <laughs> My husband says we're cows. So <laughs> um, anyway, so that's kind of where I go with that. I, I, that's how, if I looking back now, I'm like, if I really was committed, that's what I would have done. Uh, we, I talk about this a bit. I just, this is, when we talk about outbound MRR, we talk about, 
uh, outreach. I go back to the buyer journey always that there's a stage where people get to know you, they get to like you, and then they trust you. No is when they're clicking to um, read some of them, a blog post that you've written or download a lead magnet. Like is when they actually reply and want to engage with you on a phone call or ask more information. And then trust is when they're giving you their credit card. So you always have to see it's, you know, a journey. And I've always loved this. Um, so it's, something it's you easy might... to remember, and you, you can apply it to just about anything. Like you're not going to get through anything in life unless you have these three things, you know? Yeah, so, uh, yeah that's exactly. Definitely a good one. Mm -hmm. oh, what else did I have on here? Oh, another tip. Um, find connecting with people through their email, not the contact form. Kyle, I don't know about you, but how many times does contact forms break and never arrive in our clients' inboxes? <laughs> I mean, that happens to other agencies I hear, but it's yes, never it happened never to any of my happened clients. To you. <laughs> <laughs> watching. Never uh -huh. happened. Never. Um, but, but one problem I've had is I've had clients unsubscribe from their own contact forms because people are spamming through their uh, website contact yes. form. Not a good idea. They clicked you know, when the con when the gravity form comes through and, and Gmail's like, I think this is spam and you click, yes, it's spam. You're, you're right. saying that your own contact form is spam. You will stop getting them. Um, yeah. But yes, we know that that is a huge thing that can happen. And plus when it comes through, you can't um, track it. You can't customize the subject line. So in the course, I talk about how to find business emails. Did you like that sneaky little tip mm -hmm. in there? I learned There's that from, very good tips. I learned that from my sister, who's VP of marketing at a very big company. She conquers LinkedIn. She's the smartest in terms of getting a job. She changes jobs every two years and increases her salary ridiculously. Um, but she taught me that tip. She just knows how to find. So she doesn't, if there's a job, she doesn't apply through the job application. She finds who is that person that's responsible for hiring that job. And she finds their email and she emails them. It's, it's amazing. So she taught me that trick and I put that in the course, um, but that's how you want to do it. You want to find the right email for the person that's a decision maker and email them, not rely on any contact form or info at, if you can, what other tip do I have here? Oh yes. Back to the why you, the existential <laughs> why me. Um, and this is the biggest thing with outreach is you can't, um, you can't start a conversation without why you are emailing them now and why, why you, uh, you have to find some kind of connection to those cold leads. The local is great. I'm local. You're local. Let's talk. That's really good. If you've spent some time in particular industries with your websites that you're really, um, really, you know how to do, I think of one of, um, the women from R3 who is uh, HR, like, uh, no, no, healthcare, like healthcare, um, like where they have the compliance for healthcare. I forget the name of it, but she does websites that are particularly in the health field that need that compliance. And she just knows it inside and out what she should do. That's a connection, right? Um, say, you know, I've worked with this. I know how to do this. Um, I think you could benefit from my services. So you really do need to find that connection. And then that will motivate you a little bit better and focus you a little bit better on who to outreach to. Yeah. And I know in the course you talk about, you know, uh, if you're, a, if you're their customer, so if you have some business that you frequent and they could use your services, well, there's an in right there. You can, you know, talk to them about how you're one of their customers, or that's a good way to start the conversation. Or if maybe, you know, you have somebody, uh, 
you know, a mutual contact or something like that. The local thing, like you said, is, is obvious because you can at least say like, you know, you can trust me a little bit more because I'm here locally and I'm not over there. One of those other people, like I'm here in your town. So I think that's, I mean, that's an easy way to at least have some kind of in with people because you do need to find, like, like I said, it's not the, the like uh, existential why me thing. It's what kind of, what kind of hook can I put in this email to give them some kind of instant connection to me? Like, how can we only be one degree of separation away instead of five degrees of separation away? Yes. You know? Yeah, exactly. Kevin Bacon it, right? You need that, right. you need that one degree. So uh, perfect. All right. Now a little, we can uh, get out of these slides in a little bit, but I just wanted to show you it. I think Kyle mentioned in his email that there is a coupon right now. I have the outreach and conversion course on sale and you can stack the coupon, double stack the coupon at $50 off. So use outbound 50 for that. If you're interested in that, if you have more questions, you can always email me um, an open book. Um, I'll even make videos. I get people who have questions. I'm like, let me make you a video. Um, so uh, outbound 50, you can stack up into, I think 10 days, um, my sale ends. So um, you can double stack right now until that sale ends in 10 days. So I would highly encourage it. I made a little hyperlink there to get it to it quickly, wpcaremarket.com slash outbound. Um, and then outbound 50 is, um, yeah, is Kyle's coupon. I'll, I'll double check here. I tried outbound just now and it took me to a 404, but outreach did take me there. So I just dropped the link inside the chat here. So uh, wpcaremarket.com forward slash outreach should get yeah, you Yeah, the 30, I don't know why. I know when I don't do it with enough time, somehow it like doesn't, I think it has to do with the cash. You know, I'll, Christine, yeah, uh, yeah. I, I could help you out with that with my care plan services. We could <laughs> put you right. on your website, make yeah, sure all exactly. your 301 redirects work. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Um, I'm going to, I'm actually going to double check that right now. <laughs> Tried to pitch you real quick. All right. Didn't work. Yeah. All right. Well, I, I do want to say if, if there's anybody that's uh, been sitting here listening to this and has questions, uh, you're welcome to drop them in the chat. I have the chat pulled open right now, so I can be keeping an eye on that. I can ask Christina the questions right now and you can get answers you need right now. I did have a couple of things I wanted to say, maybe questions, but a couple of things I definitely want to talk about in the course, like you said earlier, uh, you know, it's broken up into some sections, the, the warmer for the warm referrals, um, cold contacts and past clients. One thing that you yeah. mentioned inside, um, inside your slide deck was reaching out to past clients. And that's something we included in the website owner's manual was like a script to go back and reach out, yeah. uh, to those past clients. So I think there's a couple of scenarios here, um, where, um, where this could be handy. So you might have, and I know a lot of people start their, their web design career and don't know care plans exist. So you might have some clients that you worked with in the past when you didn't even offer care plans. So those are perfect candidates to go back to. Uh, another scenario though, is everybody who said no to your care plan before there's no harm going back and checking on their website, seeing how things are going. I've had a lot of clients come back to me that declined a care plan. And, you yes. know, a few months later, they come back and say, Hey, such and such isn't working. And I say, well, yeah. uh, you know, we can definitely help you with that. You know, here's, here's how all that works. And uh, you have a lot of those processes inside the course too. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't say it's, it's just people who maybe you did a website for and uh, didn't offer a care plan, but even those that said, no, those are people that are still, you know, in your little breakdown, those are still clients. They're kind of past clients, but they're still clients. You already have that connection. They're already warm, all those kinds of things. So I think that's exactly a, right. that's, 
a good advantage there. Um, the other thing I will say is what's really awesome in the course is, um, I think the mindset stuff, which is kind of what we talked about today, like, you know, how do you, how do you approach these things, but there's so many materials inside the course. So, uh, there's standard operating procedures for everything. There's, um, you know, you recommend a lot of resources that you need to have in place. And I think all that preparedness is so important. So there's, you know, you need to write these kind of blogs and you have some examples of those kinds of things. So why don't you talk to us a little bit about like the actual, uh, documents and downloadable type things that are included with the course. Oh yeah, absolutely. Can I do it with a screen share? Yeah. Okay. Cause I have it. Um, I always like to put it on the sales page, everything that's uh, included here. Let's see if I can do it this way. And I cleared my cash on WP engine. So it should oh, work. Now. I do. I do see some people saying it did work for them. Okay. Good. 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 All right. <laughs> so what is anything without a lot of materials and downloads? Uh, the, the one thing that I, I found people respond to the most is having emails written for them, much like the WOM with the website owner's manual. It just, when something's provided in a way that just makes it a little easier for you to not overthink it. And I don't think it's that people couldn't do this on their own. I think it's just, they overthink it. So that when someone provides them something and it's like, oh, it's that simple. I think that's the key is, is they will almost not take action because they're overthinking it too. I, I'll say <laughs> not, not to your emails uh, particularly, but I've been stuck on things before, bought some kind of thing or downloaded some kind of thing and then went, oh, well, I could do something way better than that. And then I had the confidence to go do it, you know? So Good. sometimes just seeing an example is, is really Oh yeah. Seeing an example. So that's what this is. The, all the email sequences are a starting point for people. They can just use them as is, or like you said, I think I could do this better plug and play the names and things like that. Um, I love pre-populating emails, having those email templates. It makes it easier for me to feel confident about a process that I I can be somewhere and then still just click something and send it out. So um, a lot of people can put this into those. The one thing I really enjoyed was the cold lead download options, encouraging people to create more of these lead magnets and using those as a process to warm the leads. Um, we have set out the scope of work for the website evaluation, which is what you want to do to take someone whose website is already built, evaluate it before a care plan. There should always be some sort of thing in between there or WordPress boost, which is less than an evaluation. It's for a website that you've built. So um, it's, it doesn't have as much as the, this is wrong. This is wrong. <laughs> Cause you're like, I built it. Um, so it's just a way to update that site on a, like a one-off process before getting on the care plan. You kind of have to get everybody to that, that pace, right. And everything's set before they get on the care plan. Cause you want to be playing catch up. Um, referral sales page, uh, how to really set up a way for your clients to refer people to you by promoting it with a kickback of some kind. Uh, it worked really well. This is when uh, John Falk bought my agency and I was looking the way he did and was getting referrals. And I was like, oh, okay. It's okay if I steal that. <laughs> it's like, it's totally fine. <laughs> so I was like, thanks, John. Um, and then a lot of different a blog post that will warm different leads um, or when raising prices, why you're raising prices now is basically reason for the change or putting people on care plans who were past clients, reason for the change, importance of care plans is a great warming type of blog post. Um, and then I can't do anything without Airtable. <laughs> I just love Airtable. I have so many. So I do you get, you know, when you refer Airtable, you get the little 
credits, you know, mm-hmm. I have some like, ridiculous amount of credits. <laughs> this, this, I like, pay for my pro account every time. I haven't ever. Like, yeah, I know. I haven't actually upgraded to the pro account because I want to teach. I always want to teach in a way of what you can do it for free. So I, mm-hmm. I limited myself for a reason to say like, okay, if, if I can do it for free, then everybody else can do it. But now I'm at the point where I'm like, this is absolutely ridiculous. I'm <laughs> using the, the program. So a way to track your uh, leads and referrals and where they are in the process, as well as an Airtable base to really evaluate raising prices on your clients, what that looks like, how risky is it? who you should phase outreach to first and then who you should go with next. So a little bit of that. And then of course, an entire Google sheet of all the steps for the standard operating procedure. So you could download it as an Excel and and import it into any of your project management solutions that allow that. So I know with teamwork, you can just um, upload the Excel and then it just puts all the tasks in there. So those are the materials and downloads. Yeah. So, uh, I wanted to you you mentioned it several times throughout the call and then here in your response just now is the the website evaluation. And I know you go yeah. into a lot more detail in that. I think in this course and I think in other courses as well. Um, and then we had a question from uh, Lisa inside the chat that I think goes well with maybe you giving us a little bit inf- more information on what uh, what that entails. So Lisa said. Uh, Kyle mentioned he learned how to onboard new clients that you didn't build their website. This is a sticking point for me. Is this something you teach inside the class or a different class you offer? So I think the perfect answer is the website evaluation. So why don't you tell us a little bit about that? Yes. So for websites that you didn't build, um, you need to look under the hood of the website and make sure there's no massive red flags you have to address before at Caroline, because Caroline should really be ongoing maintenance, proactively helping your clients and them sending in support tickets for small things, not like emergencies. So the website evaluation is that step to do that. It also is a great way to establish yourself as an expert, because if you have some sort of reporting software, like we use my web audit, you can really present their website in a way that may be overwhelming at first for them, but it's like, don't worry about it. This is our field. Like we've got this, you know, these different points were not done, but we can do that for you. And the website evaluation would include you kind of cleaning it up before it goes onto the care plan. So I like $500 as a really nice price point for something like that. 250, if you got like a lower price care plan and you don't do a lot of cleanup, but want to like separate that out as a scope of work item, you could do it that way too. Um, it's always been very successful in converting from that to a care plan because they've already invested significantly in you at that point. So they're ready to roll on the care plan. And a lot of times when the punch items were too much, we would just say, okay, we're we're putting it in our task manager and each month with your care plan, we'll kind of chop away at this, like a punch list item of different things that we need and things like that. So um, that's a great product to sell to people as that one-off. And also, like I was saying, to get them trusting you. I would always say, let's do the website evaluation. You'll see how we work. We'll show up. You'll see, we respond to you. You see that we'll fix things. And then, uh, we, you know, expect you to move on to the care plan, but I never made it required because I really wanted that thing of them saying, okay, well, our website will be updated. At least these things will be fixed. Even if we don't think we need the care plan, but they're so impressed with the delivery of it and the professionalism of it. They're, they're good to move on with the care plan. Yeah. And I think that's, that's a really good solution for the calls that we get where somebody says, Hey, something's not working on my website. I had one of those yesterday. A guy called me, uh, some guy in Oklahoma that found me and said, Hey, I'm having all these problems with my website. Can you fix it? So that's the exact, um, 
that's the pitch I went into from that conversation because I knew, well, I didn't build this site. I don't know what's wrong with it. We're going to have to do all this. It's like discovery, you know, when yes. you're taking on a new project, but it's discovery of uh, what kind of uh, skeletons they have buried in the closet. Now, the other thing that I think is important on that and to Lisa's point, like that being a sticking point for her and probably being nervous about doing that. It also, you know, e even if you didn't sell them, like, uh, evaluating everything and applying some fixes, even if you just said, Hey, I have to take a look at the website first mm -hmm. to be able to tell you if I can even onboard you because yeah. it might be built with something you don't know. So you, you kind of build in and out there too, where you say, Hey, I went and took a look. This really isn't something I could help you out with. And you can refer them on to someone else. Um, great. You can literally walk away at that point because they have a yep. full report of what's going on and they've gotten some kind of service for you, sure. um, updating it. Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, Marty said in here, do you ever offer a better price um, before they, before you go live with the website? Um, so if you're building their website, do you offer a better price for the care plan than if they come back a few months later and want to get on a care plan? Do you have any kind of incentive mm -hmm. for that? Yeah, I, um, I don't, I'm, I never discounted the care plan. So, you know, they move forward with the care plan after they move on to the project, we give them 30 days, like grace period. So they can see what maintenance is like and get that care plan report and be really, really excited about it. And then, okay, now it's time that you move on to the care plan, but we, uh, we increase the prices of our care plans. So we always let them know, well, our care plan prices do increase. So if you don't get on one now, it'll be more expensive um, next year. So we were just steadily increasing prices, 10, 20% every year. Um, and you know, and then that was kind of the incentive for people to know, to sign up. But the other incentive was we're not going to work with you. So if you don't go on a care plan, you can't come back to us with any changes. Your website won't be updated. So it's susceptible to attacks. Um, it won't be performing well if you don't have regular maintenance on it. I mean, all of those things were incentive enough to be like, you need to be on the care plan, but also the, we don't work with you was also. Yeah. And incentive. you talk about that. And I've mentioned that in the group too, yeah. before it's like the, the gateway to be able to work with you yeah. is through the care plan. Mm -hmm. Um, Ashley asking here, what, uh, what do you recommend for using support tickets? She's currently using email requests, but looking for a different tool, maybe Google forms. So did you use some kind of help desk software when you were, uh, yes. help, these requests? help desk software is, uh, you know, it's a minimum investment what's out there. I think even Zendesk is free. I think they even have a freemium model for a lot of these um, with like one user. And then the second you need a team member is it's usually paid at that point. So a lot of them out there, we use teamwork desk because we had teamwork projects and they kind of communicated really nicely with our process. And so we like that, but there's a lot of solutions out there would highly recommend using a support desk only because you can feed a specific email into it, which isn't yours. And you can have a lot of automation triggers happen. So mm -hmm. an email goes out immediately that says it's been received and any emergency protocol at that point, if it's on the weekend. So you have that autoresponder going out, which is really nice. And also one place in which a request is separated out of your email inbox. So in the morning you go, okay, I go into my support desk in the morning for two hours, you know, and like, that's right. your time. Right. And then you leave it. Um, so one place where it all sits is really, really good. And um, I'm just saying like help desk, then desk, there's quite a few out there. We teamwork desk is at least $8 a user, I think. So not too much. Like that's not breaking the bank. Um, yeah. And I'll say like, I still run my care plan stuff out of my inbox and it hasn't been a problem with the scale that I'm at, but when we launched docket WP and there was two of us that were going to have to be, answering <laughs> yeah. this, we yeah. realized 
I mean, in the first hour, like this inbox is not going to work, even though we both have access to it. We can't tell who's doing what or who's, you know, mm -hmm. and then we couldn't have notes going on about what we were working on. So that's one of the huge things, especially when you're collaborating and you have one of those uh, help desk software, yes. we use Help Scout, uh, is we can put notes in back and forth to each other. So we know what's going on with all those things. So yeah. Uh, and, and even you're just a single person, if you wanted to take a vacation and you're like, Hey, Kyle, can you take over my support desk while I'm on vacation? He only has to have access to the support desk, which is nice. And right. you could also, if you were a stickler for, um, you know, canned email responses, you could have them all there. So then like, if someone's always asking why their site is slow, <laughs> you know, you can respond yeah. back. Or even if there's recurring issues, you can go back through some other tickets and pull all those really easily. And it's not right. mixed with all your stuff in here. Uh, there was another question. I don't think this has a whole lot to do with uh, care plans, but I think we both have something we could recommend here. So uh, what tools do you recommend for a great website audit? What, well, I know what I recommend. What about you? Kyle? Go for it. Okay. Well, I think I'm just going to agree with you. Yeah, I know. So, and you know, I'm a broken record at this point, because I really wonder how people don't know about my web audit whenever I do suggest it. And people don't know for evaluating websites, it's affordable and it's really pretty. And it does all the work in like a click. So I really like it now in my sales course. So with the care plan intensive courses, I do have like selling the care plan. And I talk about um, and I think I put it in this one as well. Didn't I put the, yeah, I put the task list for an evaluation in this one as well. So if you want to do it yourself, I do have in this course, like an actual task list, you can do it yourself and put it in a Google doc and whatever, but an actual, um, SAS, I would say my web audit. Yep. I would agree 100%. I'm right there with you. And, uh, Cliff that runs my web audit, he's, he's come on, uh, with us several times before, and he provides a ton of really great education. So if you hop on their blog too, uh, there's some really, really great articles on yeah. there and, uh, Cliff's just a great guy. So yes, 100%. Um, uh, Alicia also mentioned fluent support, which is new, but it's okay. a WordPress plugin that allows yes, you to right. do the support tickets. So, uh, that's another option in there too. I think everybody just missed out on their lifetime deal if you were looking for that, but, um, all right. So I think we can, uh, get pretty close to wrapping this up here. I don't see any more, uh, questions coming in at the moment. So I'm going to dump this link inside the chat one more time. Uh, now tell us, you said that the, the outreach and conversions course is on sale right now. I think it's quite a bit off. And then there's a $50 coupon if you use outbound 50. Um, but run us through kind of the timeline on all that again. Yes. So it's on sale now to the end of the month. So I think that's about 10 more days and you can use outbound 50, um, on that. And all commission goes to feed the children. And by feed the children, I mean, Kyle's children. <laughs> they love tacos. Like I do actually my daughter, the other day we we're sitting up for the bus stop. And she's like, I said, what are y'all having for lunch at school today? She's like, I'll tell you this. When they tell you they're having tacos, don't don't trust the tacos. They're not good. And I'm like, man, I have spoiled my kids. They can't eat school tacos anymore because they know what a good taco is. That's, that's because you've raised them well. That's right. That's <laughs> you've right. raised them well with what's important in life and good values. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm sure they're very polite to the lunch people about that. Uh, yeah, <laughs> so yeah, no. using outbound 50 will, will, um, will be good for Kyle. Recognize Kyle as, as uh, that you came from him and we'll shoot him some affiliate commission on that. But it's, um, you know, I, I use this timeline thing because I, I, I go out and I talk about it and I want people who are actually showing up on these webinars and listening and wanting to learn to be rewarded for that. So that's why I always try to discount when we do these webinars and put a coupon out there, but 
the coupon will be good even after the sale is over. So people can always use that. If they Sweet. Catch I will, this I will leave this later. on YouTube forever. Then. Yeah, exactly. So you're good. <laughs> well, that's awesome. I really appreciate that, Christina. And I, I appreciate you giving us your time today. Uh, we've had you on several times now, and there's always tons of value uh, coming from this. So I look forward to making sure everybody who wasn't here for it live uh, gets a chance to see it. Christina is inside of our community. Uh, so if you do have questions, you're welcome to tag her in a post there and she will respond. I'm always around. So I'm happy to answer any questions. Uh, that you have glad to do that. If you would, I'll bug you one more time. If you'll hit a like on this video, if you're watching it, uh, that would greatly help us out. That would be a great way to show your support for uh, us doing this little live stream today. But uh, as always, Christina, thank you so much for, for jumping on here with us. And I look forward to us doing this again soon. Oh, I love it, Kyle. Thanks so much for the conversation. I hope people got some value out of it. All right. We will talk to you all inside the group. Bye-bye.